SOS Radio On Demand. It changed my heart. On Demand. It changes your life. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. Well, we were young, having fun just came naturally. You know, after school, we'd throw down our backpacks, we'd go outside and rush outside to play with our friends till the streetlights came on and forget about homework. And we're talking about bringing that fun back. And we're talking with Annie F. Downs today at SWS Radio. How are you? I'm so glad to get to talk to you, Scott. Listen, how much fun do we have getting to talk about fun? I'm here for it. <laughs> I know. Let's talk about boring things. Let's talk about politics. And <laughs> no. Hey, everybody's got their lane. I'm just grateful this is mine. <laughs> well, you think about like the good old days, right? Like school was fun because it was social. Like we didn't go to school to really learn calculus and math, you know, or maybe we pick up a little bit of that later, but it was about the social aspects. And as soon as you got home, you were looking for connection with friends. Even before we had cell phones and social media, we went outside. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's one of the conversations I find myself having a lot with my friends. Now I'm in my early forties, a lot of my friends are in their thirties and forties. And we're having these conversations about like, man, what happened to the time we used to spend after school now that we're grown ups? Like we go to work till five and then maybe go to the gym and then maybe go to dinner and then you're home. Or maybe you go straight home and, and you're taking care of your family and then it's time to go to bed. And, and where does fun fit in anymore once you're grown up? And does it matter? That's the real question, Scott, because we make everything fit in our lives that we think makes us healthier or happier. But does fun matter anymore? That's the question we're having. Adulting is so strange because we barely have time for the stuff that we have to do, let alone the stuff that we want to do. And we're talking with Annie F. Downs today at SWS Radio. And how do we even start to redeem the whole have to idea so we can actually enjoy the regular days? <laughs> well, you know, to me, I think there's two options here, right? Like we have our to do list and we have our calendar. And for example, on my to-do list right now is cleaning out the hall closet because it is a mess, (laughs) but that's not going to happen on a Tuesday because I've just got it on my to-do list of things I need to get done, but doesn't have to be top priority. But really to me, that's what it is about fun. And when we talk about fun, we're not just talking about like necessarily just playing outside, but talking about things that bring us life, hobbies and resting and connection and vulnerability, all these things that go together with what sounds fun to us. And when you move those things from your to-do list to your calendar, you're telling yourself two things. Number one, this matters enough to me that I'm going to get it done and I believe it matters to my life. And number two, this isn't something I can put off anymore. And I think we need to move our hobbies and those things that bring us connection back off our to-do list onto our calendar. It's funny because as an adult, if you have kids or grandkids, or you, you think about like what you're doing for your kids, but you don't think about recreation yourself. And even like in relationships, it's like, you know, you do things for other people, but you don't put things on the calendar that you actually enjoy doing and putting those date nights on the calendar and those expensive dinners that maybe you have to save up for a little bit. But it's because it's about connection and community more than it's just about a $50 steak. Yeah, that's exactly right. And one of the false beliefs I think a lot of us have about having fun or doing or setting aside that time is it has to be a week or it has to be an entire day or it has to be expensive or we have to go somewhere. But if we learned anything in 2020, right, we learned how to be home (laughs) and we learned how to find joy in the simple things. At the end of my podcast, I always ask people what sounds fun to you. And Scott, it was wild because before 2020, people would say, I want to go to Paris. 
I want to have dinner with 20 of my closest friends. I want, you know, and they all these big desires. And then as we were doing these podcasts in 2020 and 2021, when people were staying home more and, and especially here in Nashville, where I live, our calendars change. I know this is true in Vegas too, when shows were changing and when people were allowed to travel was changing, people were going, you know, what sounds fun to me is dinner with two or three people that I love or going back to church or just going to a concert. And so simplifying it for ourselves really is one of the tricks to actually making it part of our lives versus expecting it to be, oh, I've got to set aside $300 in a week of my time. Perspective certainly is a key to learning new things. And we live in this day and age, we can learn almost anything off a YouTube video, right? It's like, you could be yeah. a rocket scientist if you just do it for like 10,000 hours, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Seriously, though, you look at these online videos, they could teach you how to incorporate hobbies or things you want to learn. Like, say you want to knit or bake pumpkin pies yeah. or install a lift kit on a Jeep. I mean, there's a YouTube video for that, but it takes going out there and trying things and incorporating that into our life. It's not just about having a drag about learning new stuff. It could be about leaning into things that we wish we were better at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things, another one of the problems of being a grown up is, is we have stopped letting ourselves be new at things. We only want to do things that we're good at or have some understanding of how to do. But you're right. We live in a time on the planet where learning and growing is easier than it's ever been. I mean, even reading the Bible, I Google almost every day when I'm trying to think of what's that scripture say, or is there anything about this in the Bible? I mean, a hundred years ago, they didn't have that opportunity to have this extra learning, this extra technology around them. So if we give ourselves permission, yeah, I'm going to pick up a new hobby, or I'm going to try something new and YouTube can help teach me, or my neighbor can help teach me, or there's a book I can buy or check out the library that'll help teach me. It gives us permission to be learners and, and amateurs at something. And when we're amateurs at something, it also get and we give ourselves permission to be that. We're also so much more grace filled with our neighbors and our friends as they are learning new things too. We're talking with Annie F. Downs from That Sounds Fun on SWS Radio. And Annie, for a long time you were a teacher, and then you decided, I don't want to write books, and this is going to take some risk, and this is a job change, and there's a lot of fear that obviously comes from that. But there's a learning that goes alongside that when you know, okay, I'm not really professional at this yet, but I want to do this. I feel like God's brewing some passion for me to do that, to step out. What did that learning process really look like in your head? Yeah, you know, one of the big questions, because I get to talk about hobbies a lot, and especially where hobbies meet our faith, meet fun, meet joy, uh, one of the questions a lot that people ask me is, how do I know when this goes from being my hobby to something I do professionally? Because that happens with people who bake cookies or who write on a blog or who build things with wood, where suddenly someone goes, man, you should sell that. That's your actually, you should be making this into a business. And, and so it's a good crossroads that people come to. So for me in my life, I was writing as a hobby and was doing it for the local, like high school students that were in my life through our church. And, and as I started the process of, should this hobby become a profession for me? There's a lot of stops along the way of that journey, right? A lot of like doors that have to open. So for me and for any of our friends listening who are in that place of like, does this hobby of gardening become me starting to sell my fruits and vegetables at the farmer's market? Or does this hobby of making YouTube videos, do I start monetizing this and, and really put some time and energy into this that would take away time and energy from something else I do professionally? 
it's inviting other people in, Scott. You know that. I mean, this is what you and I do with our jobs all the time is go, hey, someone else help me make this decision. Inviting people in, it's looking at looking around and seeing, do I really have time for this? And asking yourself the honest question, do I want to take this from hobby to something professional or do I just love doing it? And people can tell you all the time, like, sell your cookies, sell your pies. And you go, no, I just want to keep making them for baby showers and wedding showers and not sell them. And so it comes down to a personal choice of what you and your community and you and God kind of situate and figure out is the right thing to do with your hobby. So I'm curious what you really wanted to write about when it was just a hobby for you. Like what's that book that you started to write that you do the publishers would just laugh at now. Oh gosh. I think of one of those about once a week, Scott, of like, man, someone needs to be teaching this. Maybe I should. <laughs> so, I mean, early for me, it was writing kids picture books. I just thought I'll never get to do this, but because I taught elementary school, I always wanted to put picture books in my classroom that were really hope-filled and helpful for my students. And and so I always kind of thought that was a pipe dream. And I've gotten to do that now. I have one out called What Sounds Fun to You. But so it's things like that, that at the time felt like a pipe dream 10 years ago that I thought the publishers would laugh at. And, and time has made that a possibility, which I'm really grateful for. We're talking with Annie F. Downs today at SWS Radio from That Sounds Fun. She's a best-selling author and probably an Enneagram 7 like The Enthusiast. Are you actually an Enneagram 7 or did God just do some sketchy heart work in you that pushed you way outside your old comfort zone? <laughs> no, you are 100% right. <laughs> I was born this way. Whether it's the Myers-Briggs or Enneagram, whatever the personality is that says she is wide open and lots of ideas and lots of volume, that's me. <laughs> so what do you think most people don't understand about the enthusiast personalities? I mean, we all have someone like on our team that's super outgoing, just like a natural life of the party. And a lot yeah. of us wish, I wish I had more joy like that, or I wish I could, you know, interact with people the way that those people do. What do you think most people miss about those enthusiast personalities? Yeah, I think that a lot of times people assume enthusiasts are never lonely. And the truth is, it's a pretty lonely spot when you're the one who initiates most of the time. And I think often people assume that those of us who are, hey, let's all go. Hey, let's go do this. I've got an idea, are having a great time. And we usually are. But also, it can be a really lonely spot to always be the initiator. And so I think a lot of times people assume that because we uh, appear to have a lot of people to be around and appear to always be excited about the thing we're doing, that we don't feel loneliness. And, and I think we probably feel some profound loneliness. So you wrote a book, Annie, and it's called Chase the Fun. And it's like 100 Days to Discover Fun Right Where You Are. I think a lot of people in our circles don't feel like they have much fun in their jobs. I mean, looking at where you are and that circle of influence that God's given you, let's start there. In a boring job, how do we even start to decompress all of that? Yeah, you know, I actually was talking with a teacher friend of mine just last week, and she's trying to rally her team to start doing something fun together on a regular basis. And I said to her, I was like, I mean, it could be as easy as going to every Mexican restaurant in your town and raiding the guacamole. Right. Just like pit them against each other for the whole semester. And every Friday, y'all try a different guacamole. I mean, there are these little things you can do inside of I mean, and it's not just boring jobs, Scott. I'm thinking about people who are in the middle of a grief season or people who have just lost their job or people who are caring for ailing parents or sick kids when you're in a season or a part of your day that isn't bringing you joy naturally and you're having to look for it, you have to start small. 
So whether that's listening to a podcast in the morning that you love or trying guacamole around your town or during your lunch break, bringing your hobby with you, whether that's reading a book or cross-stitching or working on a puzzle or, you know, listening to an album that you love, just finding little glimpses of fun in your day versus going, man, my whole day should be fun. No, it probably isn't for any of us, but we can absolutely find glimpses of fun. I'll give you an example from our office this very day. Apparently, it's National Queso Day. And so one girl in our office sent a a message to everybody and said, did y'all see it's National Queso Day? How can we ignore this? And so this afternoon, we're just going to have queso and chips for 20 minutes, right? So it's not changing our whole work day. We didn't cancel the day, but we're going to order in a little bit of queso and chips and stand around the table together for 20 minutes. So it's having little moments like that in the middle of your challenging day that really will bring you a lot of hope. It's wild how many stats we've seen lately about how so many more people have been feeling depressed these last couple of years. And I don't know if like the pandemic did that or the whole quiet quitting thing of all your teammates not caring affects you or if it's just like this identity thing that we all have inside us. Maybe it's a mix, but we're talking with Annie F. Downs today at SWS Radio. We're talking about chasing the fun. And Annie, you speak at your church. You have the That Sounds Fun podcast. And You know, when we talk about growing in our faith, sometimes we feel stagnant. Sometimes you don't feel like you're seeing a lot of fun in there. But where has God showed you fun in your spiritual growth? Oh, that's a great question, because I think we all can and maybe should ask ourselves, where do you see fun in your faith life? And for me, let me think, what has happened recently? I had two different mentor voices in my life reach out in the same day and send me the same scripture. And that was pretty fun because I thought, yeah, I should probably pay attention to this if both of them are sending it on the same day. I think the Holy Spirit's really fun when you invite him to do fun things in your life. I, I just was at a coffee shop and sat next to two people that I haven't seen in a long time. And I think that's spiritual. I think when God orders your steps and puts you in the same place with people that you love when you didn't plan it is really, is really fun. But I'm a, I mean, I'm a huge Bible reader. I try to read every day. I think a lot of us listening do. And, and so I'm always looking for where could there be little glimpses of fun, even just in my reading time. And, and I found that a couple of days ago when my mentors both sent me the same scripture on the same day. And you bring up something interesting, too, because the Holy Spirit really is the main reconciler and all the things that we have that are just disjointed right now. Actually, I had Jim Cimbala on our show from the Brooklyn Tabernacle like yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how we see a lot of people that have sort of been leaving the church or people that just haven't been going back or people just saying, I, I don't get much out of church, so I'm not going to go. And he said, well, who's really leaving who? Is it people leaving the church or did the Holy Spirit leave and we never noticed? Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it, right? Is, is relationship with God the Father matters, relationship with Jesus matters, and relationship with the Holy Spirit matters, and paying attention. I mean, I, I think in the end, oftentimes what we miss of God in our daily lives is we just aren't paying attention to it. So one of the things I pray almost every morning is, Holy Spirit, keep me paying attention to what you're doing and who's around. So then when I sit in a coffee shop and two people I know are on either side of me, I know I've already asked the Holy Spirit to help me pay attention. So I know this isn't a coincidence and this really matters. Annie, how has God showed you that he has a sense of humor? Where have you noticed that? 
Oh, gosh. I mean, in my own personality, I mean, only a God with a sense of humor makes an Annie, right? Like, for sure, just one of the stranger creatures he's ever made. So I think it's in me, and I'm really grateful because we're all so unique. I like how he made me different than everybody else. Um, I also think, I mean, I love looking in nature for God to show up and what he's done. And so when I think about what entertains me about God is the weird animals that have been made and, and just the little random things that I, I would have never thought to design a ladybug that way. Right. And so, so that's what, I mean, I'm paying attention to him everywhere I can. And when I think of entertaining things about God and where God shows up being really fun, it's very often in the animals he's made and the people I get to be around who are all so unique and interesting. I think funny people blow my mind and I just enjoy being around them so much. I think, man, God has made so many funny people that we're just so lucky to be around them. Now, on your podcast, that sounds funny. And you always end it by asking a specific question to all your guests. So I'm going to flip the script on you. What sounds fun to you this week, Annie? Oh, that's very kind of you to ask. I love when people ask. Well, currently, you may know this about me, Scott, but my all-time favorite sport is soccer. And our U.S. men's national team has two games coming up in the next week. And they're playing in Germany and Spain. And I've never been to Spain. So what sounds fun to me would be to go watch our U.S. men's national team play in Spain. But that's one of those big fun things. My small, normal fun thing is I'm getting ready to go to lunch with a friend I haven't seen in about a year. And that sounds really fun to me to sit and eat lunch with her to hear how her family is and just to be around her. So those are my two. One is a pipe dream that's not going to happen. It's still fun to think about. And the other is happening in 10 minutes. What's the process of figuring out which restaurant you're going to go to look like, though? Oh, gosh. Well, that is a problem for me, Scott, because I'm always looking for new experiences and new fun. But the solution was we were both at two different coffee shops that kind of triangulate with a third restaurant. (laughs) So that's how we ended up there today. It's the vortex. It's pulling you into the fun zone. That's right. That's exactly right. (laughs) We're talking with Annie F. Downs today at SWS Radio, and she has a new book. It's called Chase the Fun, 100 Days to Discover Fun Right Where You Are. Hey, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Annie. I love getting to talk to you. Thanks again for having me. Thanks for listening to the SOS Radio Podcast with Scott Harold. If this discussion encouraged you, feel free to share it with your friends on social media.